Now, on this Invest Talk podcast, Steve Peasley listens to your questions. I'm hoping you can explain the hit on metals of mining. Quick question on ticker symbol AG, first majestic. My wife has a rollover 401k from a previous employer. I was curious if this is eligible to be used to do a backdoor Roth. And provides unbiased answers. Well, that's pretty easy. Open up a Roth account, start moving the assets over there. Just know that every asset that you move over to the Roth is added to your income. Invest Talk across America and around the world. Your participation makes it unique. 888-99-CHART. This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Welcome to Invest Talk. It is Friday, March 11, 2022. I'm Steve Peasley. And I look forward to doing this podcast every day. And I appreciate, well, I don't do it every day anymore, but I used to. I do appreciate you being here and listening to the show. I really do. And be ready with your investment questions. Any financial questions we'll talk about. I love answering those questions. And I'm also very careful to give you my straight and unbiased answers. I don't try to, you know, play... I don't want to be overplay the whatever I'm talking about or underplay. I just want to give you the facts. Anyway, so no hidden agendas here, and I've mentioned that many times, so we just don't have one. But thank you for listening to the podcast and radio show. We appreciate it. Well, by now it's obvious, it should be obvious, that you know you have to take care of yourself financially. I mean, anybody relying on the government for you know anything is foolish. Yes, it's nice to have it there, and it's going to be great, and probably will be there. I don't doubt it for a minute, but don't rely on it. Rely on yourself. So make sure you put money aside. Make sure you keep growing that money. And, of course, the Russian-Ukraine thing is still there. It's going to be there a while. I think Russia felt that they were going to just roll over Ukraine in, in a few days, and that's it. Well, apparently it's taken them a lot longer than they thought. And I don't think that they're going to enjoy, Russia is going to enjoy their stay in the Ukraine very much. I can see I can see it being dragging on forever, even after they do take over wherever they want to take over. There's probably going to be a lot of guerrilla warfare going on for a number of years. And, you know, and the Ukraine wasn't that great of a country. I mean, there's a lot of corruption and everything that's well known. But the people did have a republic, and they did vote their members in. And it was a democracy, and you know, you you just countries just can't come over and take over other countries. That that's not really what we should be doing, what anybody should be doing. So, anyways, well, that's still going to affect us. It's going to affect our markets, affect oil markets. You know, it's going to affect us. It's going to continue to affect us. So, just get ready and expect volatility. That's not going away. Yeah, but there are, you know, volatility comes opportunities. I mean, the market is setting itself up for a pretty decent buying opportunity. That might be a bit early yet, you know, but might be time to step your toe back in a little bit. You know, I don't know. I think it is, but I still think it might have a little ways to go on the downside. But no one ever knows and can predict where it would turn. No one knows that. We don't know that. I don't, 
Who, who a year ago would you have said, yeah, Russia's going to invade Ukraine and the oil prices are going to spike? Would you have said that a year ago? Probably not. So no one really knows what's going to happen. No one really does know. So this podcast, and um, we always have the same mission statement, independent thinking and shared success, and that assures you that we'll give you facts. You know, all about the stock questions you have or the educational questions you have. Any questions you have, we'll give you our unbiased opinion and facts. Now, opinions, you know, are based on the facts that we see. And just try to realize, if we say we think the stock is worth X, Y, Z, that's based on historical valuations, historical um, uh, experience, and the earnings, the earnings and projected earnings of the companies. So it's that kind of thing, everybody. So let's get right to the first question. 888-99-CHART is our number, 888-992-4278. Let's talk to James in Virginia. Hi, James. Hey, Steve. Hey, I own AT&T. I have a position in that, and uh, it's getting ready to do the split. And uh, I bought it in the high 20s, and obviously it's in the low 20s now. Just wondering if that's a hold and if the uh, if the split is a good one and if I should hold it uh, long-term uh, once it splits and does the, uh, the Time Warner Discovery share uh, split off. Yeah, I think I we own it in our managed accounts, uh, in a couple of our accounts, and we like that dividend. We buy it for the dividend. We bought it for the dividend. And I think it's a pretty low price stock at $23. Uh, so, and, you know, we're looking at $3 earnings next year. So, what is that, 8 PE, uh, 7 point something PE? I, I don't think you can get much of better of a value stock. So, I think I'd hold on to it at this point. Mutual funds are not selling it and not buying it. They're just holding steady. And, I, I, yeah, you're going to... Just hold on to it. It will bounce at some point. And you, meanwhile, you're going to collect a pretty decent dividend while it does that. So I just hold it. AT&T, everybody, that's T. T. It's a simple. My focus point today is based on a story. Inflation jumped 7.9% in February, highest in more than 40 years. So are you doing everything you can to minimize the effects of inflation on your financial plan? So we're going to talk about that. Food and energy costs picked up, as you know. And energy costs, I think, are going to be in higher in this month. I think because of uh, oil prices, we're going to see higher inflation next month than the 7.9%. So it's, it's going to be higher. Uh, it will top. I just can't tell you when, not with this war in, uh, in uh, Russia and the sanctions and all the things happening. I just don't know. I just don't know where the end is. Okay. No trivia question today because I will use the time to share highlights from the newest KPP premium newsletter I'm going to send out tomorrow morning. I finished today. That's coming up about the halfway point of the show. Okay, so I hope you'll be here for that. Other topics I'm going to talk about. One thing the stock is not once one thing the stock market is not worried about. You know what it is now? No one even talks about it anymore. And talk about it. We're going to discuss it. Um, now, oil prices were down for the week. I don't know if you noticed that, uh, but there's still a lot of unknowns. We want to talk about maybe the EU dependency on Russia oil and natural gas and what's going to change there over the years. 
And how much money do you need to have before you hire an advisor, a financial advisor? There was a survey out that what people, at what high, high, uh, high net worth people, at what point do they become very happy that they have a money manager? And what point is how much money? I'm talking about how much money they have. At what point are they very happy versus they're just okay with it? In other words, there is a dollar number that the people that have that or more money than that, they're very happy to have a money manager because they can't do it themselves and they're too worried about it's too much money. So what number is that, do you think? Hmm. Those are what I'm going to talk about, people. But, of course, you drive the show. We're going to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Margaret had a bad day today, down 230 on the Dow, down 286 on the NASDAQ, and down 55 on the S&P 500. So we're still in our downtrend. Even though we had that really one big up day in the middle of the week, uh, that didn't that's not reversing everything. So... Yeah, we have good news for our best talk listeners that enjoy hearing unbiased answers to caller questions at, at a faster pace. We have just posted all an all new February rapid fire hour with 23 caller questions. It's available now as a free podcast download. Please tell your friends about the Invest Talk Rapid Fire podcast. And now the Invest Talk phone lines are open 888 chart. Your objective is to work hard, plan well, and achieve financial freedom, right? You're in luck because Steve Peasley is here now, ready to take your finance and investment questions. Call 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Love to talk to you. Give me a call. Let's go to George in Washington State. Hi, George. Hi, uh, thank you for an amazing show. I have a question. I'm considering to take a position in ETF called wheat, uh, <laughs> betting on uh, uh, higher wheat prices uh, later on in the year since Ukraine is not going to probably produce. Yep. That's going to imp- impact the whole world market. Yes. And also the grain went up in U.S. a lot. I think it's going to go up more. Um, not only does Ukraine export a lot of wheat normally, but Russia grows a lot of wheat too. And if they export, if they they will not be able to export it to the West, that's for sure. So I think I think wheat has done. You know, a lot of the commodities have gone up already. Uh, but as I said yesterday, I just don't think it's the commodities run up is over yet. Now. There might be certain areas where they might be over, but uh, there's certainly a lot of a lot of push to go higher, in my opinion. And I think inflation is going higher. I mean, think about yeah. it. February inflation seven point nine percent. That didn't include March. This last couple of weeks, oil price spike, right? So, so inflation is still going to go up. So I, I just don't think we're done yet with that so i i think it's i think it'll work i think it, it, it'll work i don't know if i'd hold it for the next couple of years but i think maybe for the rest of this year it's a possibility yeah it's like a one-year investment and see you know once the situation stabilized it's hard to predict with the uh, crops how they're yeah. going to go every year yeah 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 i think I'd, george i think it'll work for you thanks for the call i appreciate it my Thank focus you. point today is that based on a story uh inflation jumped 7.9 percent in february Highest more highest point in forty years. So, are what are you doing about it? What do you, what is what is your plan to 
you know, protect yourself financially against inflation. George there, you know, one of the things he's doing, is he's investing in things that will go up during inflation, and that's probably one of the smartest things there is to do. I think that's one place you got to be. You got to be in commodities. But I do think that's, I think that's the protection. You know, if you can buy an investment in commodities, I think that's how you can protect some of your own personal wealth. So the CPI, remember, 7.9%. And as I said, I think it's going higher. Uh, and if you exclude food and energy, it's still 64 Okay, so of course, food and energy are big drivers. But if you exclude it, still 6.4%. So, and you can't exclude, you got to eat, right? You got to drive your vehicle. Now, everybody's going to, this will probably push more people electric vehicles, and that's not a problem. I don't have a problem with that. But at some point, where are we going to get the electricity? I've been talking about that a long time. So, so how do you, how do you help protect yourself against inflation? It's very difficult. You know, um, if you get the mindset in people, and they haven't have it, they don't have it yet. If every, if you get the people's mindset is that every month prices are going to go up, you're going to start seeing some people starting to hoard things, buying big quantities of stuff. Well, of course, all you do is shop at Costco, and you'll get the big quantities of stuff. But there's not a lot you can do to protect yourself. There, it's just, just not. You know, investors, yeah, you can do that. You can buy gold and silver and platinum, palladium. You can buy other commodities that will help protect protect you against uh, downfalling uh, portfolio. It will, and at some point, don't don't panic. The put the stock market will turn around. Always has. What makes you think it won't? It will. Always has, and it'll pro- probably all, it always will for the foreseeable future. We just got to make. It is going to be very difficult to pick the bottom. So that's why I'm suggesting to people, you might want to just go ahead and start maybe dipping your toe in different parts of the market. But I think it might be time. Now, I would also think we're not done with our correction. I think we have some work to go. Justin and I are grateful for your podcast support, everybody, and our free downloads will continue, of course. And I wanted to make you aware of two other ways you can get, you know, material on bias guidance. We have, Invest Talk has a YouTube channel now and an Instagram following. So we're building out our content on both those platforms. So go to YouTube or Instagram and search Invest Talks. That's with two T's, no space. And we would appreciate you play, tell your friends and family about it. We would. Invest Talk lines are open. You can call 888-99-CHART. Let's take a quick look at your financial to-do list. At the top, make that phone call to the Invest Talk Anytime listener line. Steve Peasley and Justin Klein will provide unbiased answers to your questions. Invest Talk, 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278 is our number. Let's talk to Alan in Arkansas. Hi, Alan. Hey. My, uh, first of all, my wife and I really enjoy your podcast. Thank um, you. Second of all, um, we've had this question. Um, she works for uh, the big employer here, which is Walmart at WMT. We've right. always wondered why their 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 stock just doesn't do better. It, it, you know, I understand it's not a story stock, it's not sexy, but 
I just don't understand why it's not higher. Okay. Uh, by the way, we own Walmart in a couple of our accounts, so uh, you know I do like Walmart quite a bit. Um, let's look at the numbers. Whenever you whenever you have a question like that, go to the numbers and say, well, why aren't they doing better? Well, you do know that they're so big they can't grow very much, right? You know that. Uh, they're growing okay. their sales between 1% and 4% a quarter. You know, and some quarters they'll get up to 5 6%, but that's pretty rare. It's usually between 1% and 4%. Uh, earnings are very steady, growing constantly. Uh, this year they're going to make 646 per share. Next week, 674 Now, the year after that, 725 I mean, we already, already have 2,024 estimates for Walmart. That's way, that's two years. And we already know what they probably will make. So everybody knows the price of Walmart. Everybody knows that what it's going to make has very good fundamentals. They don't have much debt, and they don't pay a big dividend. So what's going to drive them? They don't have a lot of drivers if they maybe kick up the dividend a, a big big amount. But I don't know if they're going to do that. Walmart goes through two, three, four years of boring, 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 and then it perks up for a year. Now, when I say perks up, that may be 15 20%. Then more boring years. So uh, the stock itself is kind of pricey. Uh, it's $142 a share, and they're going to make two years from now. Where's my calculator? Somebody move my calculator. There it is. <laughs> That's what happens when you have cleaning people coming in here. Uh, so they're $142 a share, and if you divide that by seven twenty-five, which is the earnings per share two years from now, you're getting a 19.5 PE. The overall market is 15 so Walmart gets a little, you know, a little. It's it's a premium price because it's so steady and so solid. But as far as capital appreciation, it's pretty difficult. So, yeah, you just hold it because it's steady, um, and that's that's about it. That it's just not going to be exciting, you know. Don't you're looking for exciting? Walmart's not there for you. Okay, appreciate the call. Thank you for listening to the show. I do appreciate that, too. On Fridays, I generally take time to fit in a quick rundown of the key benchmark numbers. So let's hit that list right now. The two-year Treasury yield is 1.75%. Give you a little perspective. Uh, it was 1.48% 11 weeks ago. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. That was last week. 11 weeks ago, it was 064 so it went from 1.48 a week ago to 1.74. That's a pretty big jump. The 10-year Treasury yield, 2.01%. Last week, it was 1.71. Okay. Uh, two weeks ago, it was 1.98. Seven weeks ago, it was 1.7. So what you're having is the yield, is, yield spread is squeezing because the two-year note it's starting, it's been moving up where the 10 years stayed pretty steady. Gold price at 19.80 per ounce. Last week it was 19.69. Five weeks ago it was 1,800. Silver, 25.83. Last week it was 25.67. Oil selling for $118 a barrel last week. Okay, do you know what? Uh, just to give you an idea, uh, last week it was 115, so it did go up a little bit. I thought it went down this this week a little bit. Two weeks ago it was 90, 
Okay, 13 weeks back was 66. So now it's 118. And I still think it's going higher. I think it's still going to go up. National average for a gallon of regular gasoline is four dollars and thirty-three cents. Last week was three eighty-three. Two weeks ago, it was three fifty-seven. California, the average cost is five dollars and seventy-two cents a gallon. Five dollars seventy-two cents. I was paying six dollars just the other day. Six dollars per gallon filling up my car. Texas is paying four hundred one. So, place to be is Texas, I guess. Let's go to Taylor in Philadelphia. Hi, Taylor. Hey, how's it going, Steve? Uh, I was calling you today about uh, Scott's Miracle Grow, ticker symbol SMG. I've owned it for a year and a half, maybe two years, um, through the COVID highs and lows. It's been beaten down a lot lately, but I like it as a long-term uh, kind of picks and shovels um, uh, cannabis play. want to know what uh-huh. you thought of the company longer term. Okay, Um it's pretty reasonably priced. They're going to make nine dollars and thirty cents next year and one hundred fifteen dollars stock. So you're talking about a, what a thirteen or so PE, and the low of the PE is uh, for the last five years is eleven. So you know I think it's getting pretty pretty reasonably priced. It was you know two over two hundred thirty dollars not that long ago. There is one hundred fifteen half. Uh, cash flow is very strong. They have a little bit more debt they're comfortable with. Management is twenty seven percent and. Mutual funds have been selling off in the last year. I'm not sure why we'd have to take a look at that. But uh, from a value point of view, I think it looks pretty decent. Well, the show is moving pretty fast. I will share the highlights from the KPP Preview Newsletter next in just a few minutes. 888-99-CHART. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It is official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Let's say you've been thinking about learning a new language. Okay, why? I mean, how would it come in handy? And where would you want to use it? Could it be that you have an upcoming international trip? Or maybe you want to connect with family members or friends from a different culture? I think you should know about Rosetta Stone. With millions of users, it's been the world's most trusted language learning program for 30 years. Rosetta Stone is available on your desktop or as an app with audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. It has a built-in, patented speech recognition engine called True Accent. So as you practice speaking, 
you'll get feedback on how well you pronounce words. With Rosetta Stone, you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. It's an intuitive process designed for long-term retention. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in your new language. Rosetta Stone is an amazing value, so your special skill set is within easy reach. You know you want to do this, so don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, InvestTalk listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off now at rosettastone.com today. Markets react to uncertainty. Are you prepared? Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? Your financial future depends on the answers to those questions. Steve Peasley is here now and he's ready to talk with you. Call Invest Talk 888 99 Chart. Okay, let's go to Noel who lives in Napa, California. Hi, Noel. Uh, hi, Steve. Nice to catch you on the the radio. Uh, you know, I have a position in BGS. Uh, uh-huh. it's, a, uh, I've, it's long-term and it's a large position. Uh, I kind of view it as a value stock. I don't know if you agree with me. And and I kind of see it as being sort of a commodity in, in a way, being in food. Uh, and it, But it's uh, dropping and, and I don't see any bad news. Uh, what do you see? Well, you know, even though the earnings missed a little bit on the first, and that put some downward pressure, sales actually went up in that last the quarter, last reported quarter, twelve percent. So it's you know it's not sales; it was just earnings, and I'm not sure why I didn't read the report. They're going to make a dollar seventy nine this year, down from last year a little bit, and then a dollar ninety three next year. And it's a twenty five dollars stock. So you're looking at what a thirteen PE or so, maybe thirteen and a half. And the five-year range is six to twenty-three, so it's kind of right in the middle. It's not not expensive, that's for sure, but it's not cheap either. You know, it had to go down to about six or seven to be cheap. Very strong cash flow, very strong dividend at seven point four percent. So that's pretty. That's that's pretty. That that's a strong dividend, and they had to have no no danger of not being able to pay it. Management owns 3% and funds own 43% of the stock, and the funds have been slowly selling it off a little bit the last year. That might turn around with this uh, price increase for food. Now, the question is, how much can uh, BG Foods, and that's the company we're looking at, BGS, manufacture shelf-stable food products such as jellies and hot sauces sold in the U.S. Canada, how much can they take advantage of raising their prices to stay ahead of inflation. And generally speaking, food companies are able to stay ahead of inflation because people will still, even though they know the prices are going up, they'll still buy it. So the food companies try to jump their price a little bit more, anticipating more inflation. Tends to means that they make more profit. So I, I, I would stick with it. I have no, it's a good, solid company paying a really high dividend. I like the company. We don't own it, but I do. I do like the company. Let's go to John in North Carolina. Hi, John. 
Hey, Steve. Hey, um, I've been listening to uh, your show for probably six or seven years now, and oh, I'm finally getting decent. Yeah, I'm finally getting okay at finding uh, good values, getting a little bit better at finding out when to buy them. And now I have a new problem, which is when to sell. Um, so I'm wondering if you could just if you could weigh in on one particular stock. So I picked up IPI, Intrepid Potash, okay. about five or six months ago. It's run up about 86, 87 percent. And so I would love for you, yeah, I'd love for you to maybe weigh in. I picked it up because it was a you know, good forward PE, no debt, material space. So if you could maybe illustrate how you would approach something that's run up maybe quicker than you expect. Would you put a stop in? Would you let it run? Would you trim? I, I would just love to know your opinion on that. Okay. I, I definitely would put either a stop in or trim some now because it has spiked so fast and just a couple of weeks i mean going from yeah. 40 50 dollars now to 84 you know that's that's not normal you know that's not normal yeah okay so yeah but let's let me take a quick look at this is uh intrepid potash everybody manufactures uh murate a uh, potash langerbenite and other fertilizers produced mainly sold in the u.s uh they made they're gonna, they make, they're gonna make six dollars and thirty-seven cents this year. And remember, it's an eighty-four dollar stock. But next year, that's gonna go down. So, because of that, even though sales are strongly going up, 45, 48, 50 percent, it would not. I would definitely put a tight, tight stop on this stock to maybe cut it in half. Or, yeah, I wouldn't hurt my feelings if you cut it in half now. It would not. Yeah. Only because yeah. if you've been doing this six years, you, uh, uh, John, you know that stocks don't act this way. They usually give back about 50% of the kind of – when they spike, they often give back about 50% of that spike. And when I'm talking about spike, look at the chart, and this is what I'm talking about when I say a spike. Up huge in yeah. two, three weeks. If they, if they can run up that fast, they can run back down, right? If, Exactly. What's going to happen? Think about the psychology, John. This is a really great call. I really appreciate it. Think about the psychology about it. Uh, people who bought this, like you, see this happening and say, I don't want to lose my profits. And they start selling. And that feeds on itself to other sellers. That's why it gets driven down. So your job is to try to stay ahead of them. But of course, it continue to spike. It could. Right? I don't know. I don't know. It won't. But I think it's a good holding. I do. But I, I would not hesitate to take some profits. I would not. And my my stop would be a, a trend line. You know, a trend line from the for the last few weeks going straight up. So that's that's going to be a, a a stop of about eighty dollars or so. Remember, it's eighty four now. That would be my stop. That's five percent loss, right? So, but uh, that would be, that's what I mean by tight stop. Okay. All right. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for the call. It's a good call. Thank you, John. ITI was a symbol, everybody, in Trevor and Potash. Take a look at the chart of that stock. And you can do that by going to stockcharts.com, everybody. Go into stockcharts.com, put in the symbol, and it'll let you change the chart. Make sure you change it to a one-year daily chart. And I like candlesticks type of stock. A chart, and you can change it to uh, landscape view, and it will fill up most of your your computer screen. 
it's free, easy, cheap, and you can build different things. You can put new volume. You can do different things. It's all free. So you, you don't have to pay to have some fancy chart. You don't have to do that. KPP Premium, KPP Premium Newsletter went out. Uh, well, we'll go out tomorrow. I finished it this morning. Uh, in the market conditions sections, I explained the market continues to react to the Russian-Ukraine war and its impact on oil prices. Inevitably, investors watch and worry about inflation because as the price of oil moves higher, it affects many parts of the consumer's life. When they have to pay up for gasoline, which is how rising, which is now rising above record levels, that limits what they can spend on other things, other wants and needs that they have. Russia's economy is moving from a recession to a depression in almost every sense. It is a third world economy dependent on oil and natural gas sales. Europe will turn away from its dependence on energy from Russia. It may take some time to do that, but the winters in the EU are severe, so they need to find a reliable source of natural gas and oil. The U.S. has an abundance of both. We're also building more liquefied natural gas terminals along the Gulf Coast, but that will take time. Those things will take time. So we hope the readers of the newsletter move to commodity-type investments. We have been recommending that strategy for months, all the way back to last year, as that sector is thriving in this correction-slash-bear market. The tech sector is in a bear market, whereas overall market is still in a correction. Stay with the market, people. It might be time to consider some oversold but strong technical uh, tech stocks. The Russian-Ukraine hostilities will end at some point, and when that happens, a large relief rally is likely to ensue. There's more in that first section, but I you know, paraphrase things. Portfolio management section. Every quarter of each year, all publicly listed companies have to report earnings. So, how do you read it? You need to be reading these earnings reports of the companies you own so you can keep yourself familiar with that company. So they have an earnings section. This is obvious metric we all analyze. They have a revenue section. Revenue is how much sales. Earnings is how much do those sales turn into profits. Risk factors, other types of things like lawsuits happening to the company. They're in that report. You know, it's always there. And you can get detailed explanations of these things. And there's going to be a CEO report of the company, and that's usually a, a you know a raw raw kind of report. You got, but you got to read it because it might tell you the direction the company is going, and it might be changing direction you might not like. So, stock ideas. I've had a company engaged in the door and window manufacturing. Matter of fact, I just put in 13 windows in my house made by this company, okay? It designs, produces, and distributes interior and exterior doors and windows and related products. The products are utilized in the construction of new residential, single, multifamily homes and non-residential buildings. It generates a majority of revenue from North America. And we forecast that the home building and home improvement sector will remain strong through this year. I also looked at a pure play for water, water, 
Pure Play Company manufacture a wide range of sustainable water solutions. The company has a strong balance sheet with high growth over the last year. It remains a good value trading at around 15 PE. Of course, I name names in the newsletter, obviously. Consumer Watch, Consumer Watch section. The question of when to start Social Security benefits is a difficult one. When do you start? How do you know when to start? Well, I just gave you some facts. You can start at 62. I don't recommend it. You really should start no sooner than your full retirement age. And I mentioned what that means, full retirement age, and gave you the definition. And most people, it's going to be 66 or 67 now, not 65, 66 or 67. Okay, so and you can wait till you're 70 and you get from full retirement age so 70, every year, about an 8% increase in your Social Security monthly benefit. 8% a year increase. So like 24%. That's huge. Remember also that at a certain point, you know, the the CPI, the, the inflation rate is added to the Social Security benefit every year. So it increases unless we have deflation. But we don't. We have inflation. So remember, uh, 8%, you know, let's say it's 6% like it is now, 6 7%. 6 7%, you, let's say you're getting $3,000 a month because uh, you waited until 70 instead of the 2500 that you were getting. So you're going to get a 6% bump on you know, 3000 versus 2500 Compounds that way, people. Good thing. There's a good deal of valuable information in the KPP Premium Newsletter. When you just subscribe at investtalk.com, you will receive the newsletter each Saturday morning via your inbox. You can subscribe at investtalk.com. That's two T's, no spaces. Okay, let's pivot to an Investtalk voice bank call, 888-99-CHART. Hey, Justin Steve. I was trying to call. This is Andy from Atlanta. Uh, I was reaching out about KRP, that's Kimball Royalty Partners, and I um, was reading an article where um, George Soros had purchased some of this, and um, I wanted to see if you could take a look at it, see if this is something that uh, I should take a position in. Love the show. Thank you. Okay, this is a commodity play. Kimberly Royalty Partners engaged in the acquisition of mineral royalty interests in oil, natural gas properties in the United States. So it's a dividend play. It uh, pays an 8.3% dividend. Uh, they're going to make $0.87 cents a share this year and then $0.93 cents a share next year. It's a $15.83 stock. So it's about, you know, a what? About 17, 18 PE. The lowest PE it's made in the last five years is 25. So return equity is low. You buy this for the dividend. Management owns about 5%. Mutual funds have are buying. It's a $1 billion company, so not very big. But sales growth was 139% in the last quarter. Before that was 72 Before that was 100%. Before that, sales were shrinking. These types of things, these royalty trusts kinds of things, royalty partners of any kind, are volatile in their earnings. Some years they do terrible. Like in 2019, they lost 379 a share, and that was the COVID year. But they also lost uh, 11 cents a share in 2018. They lost 36 cents a share in 2016. So that's why they're very volatile. It's usually why they trade at a pretty low PE. 
This stock has moved up strongly since uh, March of 2020, so a year ago. I mean, it was down about $3.50. Today is 15 So that's what it is. Okay. Um, one thing the stock market is no longer worried about, have you noticed? When's the last time you were watching the news and they talked about COVID? All of a sudden, no one's talking about COVID. COVID is nowhere in the news. Remember, we, we lived with it for two years, day in and day out, day in and day out. Everywhere we can think and breathe and talk, it was all about COVID. Now it's just gone. It's gone. It's still out there. There's no, you know, it has reduced tremendously, and and uh, the numbers are really looking remarkably good there is a there is a variant out there that's getting more and more popular or more and more spread or however you want to call it, uh, but no one's really talking about any of that stuff. It's just off the news now. It's all about Russia, Russia, Russia. And I guess it'll come back. Oh, I'm sure it will. But I think we're not honest with you. I think we're done with COVID. I think everybody's just done with COVID. They want to hear about. It, they want to talk about it. And they don't want to hear, get any more of those mandates. They want them gone, ready to go. Did you hear that the FAA is going to make you wear a mask on the plane for another 30 days? They just extended it again. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. We have one goal here, everybody, to help you achieve financial freedom. And, of course, we will continue this work right after this break. So get your questions in now if you can, 888-99-CHART. Today, Invest Talk listeners submit their finance and investment questions via phone or email. Would you like your question to be put near the top of the list? Just take a minute or two to leave a review and rating for Invest Talk at iTunes. And be sure to include a brief question with your iTunes review comments. 99 chart. We're gonna talk about we're gonna to talk to Frank in San Francisco. Hi, Frank. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Hey, I would like to ask you about the Boston Beer Company, SAM. It's yeah. been hitting like the 52-week low and pushing lower lows. Um, not sure if I should keep buying um, to bring down my average. or They said the earnings are going to be much better next uh, next reporting, so I'm not sure... If this is, should I hold it, sell it, buy more? Okay. Um, how much, so as a percentage of your portfolio, how much is it? I got about 10000 worth of their stocks right now. And your portfolio so, is? Oh, this is just the side account. Okay. So okay. Day uh, trading. You don't want to, you don't, the reason why I'm asking, Frank, is you don't want any one stock to be too big. And if you keep dollar cost averaging down, you're going to be more and more and more position in just one stock. And I I really caution people to do that. And, you know, I, I'd rather see your dollar cost average up on a stock, not down, to be perfectly honest, because if it's going down, that means it's, you're losing money. If it's going up, at least you know you're making money. But once you have the position you want, 
you don't buy more. You just stick with it and decide to buy it and sell it based on what it's doing. Now it's going to make fourteen dollars and fourteen cents next this this year, and then eighteen dollars next year per share. So that means the stock is not cheap, but it's not that expensive either. Okay, so it's kind of in the middle, and it looks like there's going to be a lot. It's heading right. It's sitting very close to pretty strong support, right around three forty. Okay, three hundred forty dollars a share. Uh, so it should be able to uh, hold this, and I can see it going to three hundred. I can, but it should hit support. It's it's not that expensive, but it's not not cheap either. And I don't like the fact that their sales in the most recent quarter was down 24%. Probably why it's so off. I mean, the stock was $1,200 a share in March of 2021. So that you think that, well, that came way down. Well, kind of deserved coming way down because it was way overpriced at that price. Good luck with it. I hope it works for you, Sam. Thank you. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Oil prices uh, were, uh, were up a bit. I thought they were down a bit this week, but apparently they were up a little bit. The problem we have here is, you know, everybody being dependent on a very on very sketchy regimes like, you, like Russia, like the Middle East, various regimes in the Middle East, like where um, our, our administration is talking to Venezuela and talking to Iraq. I would not trust anything those regimes tell you. We really should rely on our own. We can supply Europe with all the natural gas we want. They want. We have 500 years supply here in the United States, and that's stuff that we know about. So there's probably a lot more than that that we don't know about. There's been some huge oil fines off of South uh, South America, off of Guyana and Sierra. Uh, I forgot the name of that other country, little country right next to it, in offshore from those two countries. Huge billions of gallon, gallons in by one fine a year or two ago by Exxon, and, and recent more recent one by British Petroleum. But it takes years to develop those things. Years. It's, it's not it, none of this is overnight. And we're one of our biggest problems is we have a very hostile attitude toward oil and natural gas, and we shouldn't. We shouldn't. We should not be that hostile against those two kinds of supplies. We need them. The world needs them. Demand is going up over the next 10 years, not down. We still need them. Even though we're going to go green, we still need them. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Investop program. Justin Klein, I thank you for listening, and we encourage you to tell your friends and family members about our free podcast. Get yours anytime at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Please be sure to tell you, rate and review us. We would like that if you do if you do listen to us on iTunes. We appreciate it. Helps with our profile. Independent thinking, shared success. This is Talk, everybody, and I hope you have a great weekend. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. 
Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listening line at 888-99-CHART. 